Well, hello, and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode number seven, if you're keeping up. And um, we've had some volume issues on previous podcasts, and I'm thinking because of what I'm hearing that we've got those ironed out. So uh, appreciate those of you that have been with us now through episodes six, and now we're on seven. Uh, this one is actually being recorded on Thanksgiving Day, November the 20. I believe it's the 25th maybe the 26th of 2020 the year that america became grateful so that's what we're going to talk about this thanksgiving is we're going to talk about this year and the fact that this thanksgiving has really become the year that we become grateful for what we've got um you know it's been a uh, it's been an interesting year. It started out normal, January, February. Then in March, obviously, um, everything kind of came apart. We were closed down in April and May. Um, June, July, August, uh, we kind of uh, began to, to get our feet back on footing back under us. And we, um, we, uh, and, and then, um, we started in September really trying to put this all back together. Uh, and October, November has been uh, pretty rough here in uh, East Tennessee. Uh, and um, it's still um, going to be interesting to see what happens uh, after Thanksgiving. Um, on, a, on a somber note, a very good friend of mine um, lost his father um, at age 93 uh, on Halloween. And this morning, uh, his mother-in-law um, uh, passed away. Um, you know, we're not we're not sorrowful. They passed away because we know where they've gone. Uh, we know that they've uh, they're believers uh, in Christ, and we know that they're in heaven. And uh, that's not a you know that's not something for those of us that are that are Christian. Um, that's not something to be sorrowful or, or sorry for the uh, for the loss on earth um that we will experience um because um we won't have them anymore this particular lady um i will tell a quick story uh is just a uh, it's um she is a uh, she she was a a very godly woman she was a prayer warrior uh when i ran for school board in the year 2000 her husband was running for property assessor in knox county um and uh you know, he'd been in the property assessor's office for a great number of years. Uh, and here I was um, on my second um, my second campaign, 10 years apart, by the way. Uh, I ran in 1990 at the age of 23. I think I've told that story before. Uh, and um, challenged a 23-year incumbent and came within 112 votes of uh, unseating the 23-year incumbent. And, um, you know, and then, you know, obviously um, – I'd been married for a couple of years, uh, and we had one son, and and we made the move to West Knoxville in '92, and um, I continued to stay active in in politics in Knox County, but um, we um, didn't really decide to run for I didn't decide to run for public office again until two thousand until '99, uh, two thousand run for school board, and um, one evening I, I called to talk to to John uh, John Whitehead, see what I'm talking about called to talk to him and he was still out campaigning um and uh so i got to talk to his wife lavira 
who is the one that passed away this morning. Uh, and uh, in that conversation, you know, I was just talking to her and said, you know, you know, y'all are okay. Uh, I, I felt like, um, and to be honest with you, I don't even remember who he ran against for in the Republican primary um, in 2000. And, um, you know, I said, I think you're okay. You know, it's, um, you know, not, I feel good about my race, but, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not, you know, 100% sure. And she made a comment. She said, well, I pray for you every day. And th that, I can tell you exactly where I was standing in my house at the time she said that. And I've always remembered that. Unfortunately, I don't know that I ever told her that story. Um <clears throat> Uh, in her living years, but now I'm telling it here on the Brian Hornback podcast. Um, but, um, you know, uh, we, we know that she's, she's gone on two of her sons <clears throat> had gone on before her. And so she's with them now and with her mother. And, um, you know, it, it's, um, that's a great reunion, but, uh, for those of us here on earth, uh, we'll certainly miss LaVera Whitehead for sure. But, um, anyway, you know, the, tell that story. It didn't really come on the podcast to, with, with the idea of telling that story. I just came on today to talk about the fact that 2020 has been such a difficult year that, you know, as, as I looked at uh, Thanksgiving, um, my light just went out for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Um, but for those of you, um, 2020 has been a year where, we, we've really been challenged. Uh, we've been challenged in what we think about our government, what we think about our own personal views, what we think about everything, really. Um, that's what 2020 has been for many of us, is uh, made us second guess a lot of things. But as, uh, as Thanksgiving became closer and closer to uh, being reality, this week, uh, it made me realize that, you know, I'm really fortunate to, to live where I live. I'm really fortunate to have the friends that I have, uh, to have the family that I have, to have the, the roof over my, my, my head that I have, um, that, um, my kids were educated in a, in a, in a school or school system that they were. And, um, you know, so I hope as we close this Thanksgiving 2020 and we prepare to look to 2021 that um, we take this time that we, we not only do this once a year, one day a year, but we do this on a, on a daily, on a daily, on a daily practice that we, we look at what we're more thankful for, uh, the life and the blessings that we have. And, um, and that that's what makes us, um, uh, what we are. Um, so with that, um, that's kind of my, my Thanksgiving 2020 spiel. Um, and, um, just be thankful for what we've got. You know, this, this forum, um, that I started 16 years ago on the internet, uh, brianhornback.com. I mean, uh, when it started on August the 9th of 2004, it was really, you know, as I've told you before, I started it just as an opportunity for me to have a outlet and, uh, it's grown to, uh, to be what it is today. 
and it's grown in uh, readers. It's grown in in um, impact in our community and, and across the region, across the state, really. And um, you know, I, I'm I'm not I don't say that to brag about it. I don't say that to to say anything other than you know I, I realize that that I'm blessed uh, that um, that it, it, it's an avenue that God's given me for this season. And, um, and now the podcast, um, is a, uh, is another, just another venue to, uh, to continue to be a, um, an outlet to, to engage our community. The biggest problem I think we have in this community or across this, across this county, across this state, across this country is the fact that too many people just haven't really you know, they, they just go about their, their daily life. They work, they pay their bills, um, at least the ones that they can. And they, um, and they don't really get engaged in, in the, in the process. And, um, you know, I, I hope that that's what, um, my approach, my, uh, my reach will allow is that people will, will look at becoming engaged, becoming, uh, to, to, to look at the, look at the issues that are going on in our community uh and we'll um we'll get engaged if that means voting fantastic if that means talking to your neighbors about what's going on in our community fantastic whatever that looks like for you um it's what i hope my reach will do for you i hope that um talking about issues like um, the mask mandates um you know, it's been a big issue in, in Knox County since um, since July when the Knox County Board of Health implemented a mask mandate, and and uh, you know now we're now we're seeing that Claiborne County and Granger County have implemented mask mandates. Roan County to our to our west has implemented a mask mandate. So, uh, and you know even even in um, Claiborne County, uh, the Tazewell Police Department right now is not responding to non-emergency calls. Um, so. Um, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, um, whether you're for mask, against mask, um, you know, don't really care about masks. Um, I just hope that you'll you'll show respect to people, that you'll uh, be kind, and um, you know, I wear a mask. I, I think it's important. Uh, it's uh, this this pandemic has touched so many different lives. Uh, for me personally, uh, I think I've talked about my friend Bill Collier, 59 years old, worked at Oak Ridge National Laboratory, uh, contracted the virus in uh, August, and by October, um, uh, passed away. Um, you know, I'm not sorrowful, um, sorrowful that I won't be able to talk to my friend again, um, but I know where he's at. Um, so, um, you know, I just hope that um, as as we continue to deal with with this until we get a vaccine um, that we can all just chill out that we can, uh, you know, those, those folks that have medical exclusions that don't wear mask, you know, I, I hope that we'll recognize that they're not just being um, a pain and not wanting to wear a mask, but the fact that they will, they have a reason not to wear a mask and that the, you know, we'll keep six to 12 feet of distance, uh, from those folks. And, and, um, you know, it, it's just an unfortunate situation. Um, our country has become so divided and, uh, 
you know, people will say, well, that's your party, the Republican Party, uh, and they're right. And others will say it's the Democrat Party, and they're right. And others will say that it's um, people that have a an agenda um, to be seen, to be heard, to um, for whatever reason. And you know what? They're right. Everybody's got an agenda, um, I think. Uh, you know, when you're when you're involved in the arena, the arena of public opinion, the opinion, the arena of public policy, you have an agenda. You know, what, what do you want to do with your agenda? Is it to educate people? Is it to motivate people to get involved? Or are you wanting attention on yourself? Um, or do you, you know, do you really just want people to think? Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's what we've got to do is we, we've got, I mean, everybody wants to be heard. And we've got to be able to hear people without, with, without placing some bias on that. Uh, and so that's my message for Thanksgiving. And I, I hope that as we, as we proceed, you know, my biggest, the biggest, great, the greatest thing I think for, for, uh, this Thanksgiving 2020 was because of what's happened, you know, Walmart, our largest retail customer in, in, in North America, uh, closed their stores today. That was fantastic because a lot of other big box stores did the same thing. A lot of grocery stores did the same thing that they normally wouldn't do. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope, hope companies will begin to see that. And I think, um, look at the Chick-fil-A model, uh, Chick-fil-A is open six days a week and, uh, they're still the number one, uh, fast food, uh, chain in, in North America. And so, Hey, you know, it's, it's worked for, for Chick-fil-A and uh, I hope that, you know, I hope that people will, well, you know, I mean, I understand you got to go out and you, you got to buy Christmas and, and, uh, you know, I was, I was in that when my kids were younger, I, I needed to go get the, the, the newest toy and, and get it at the, at the best price I could and track it down. And I understand that. Okay. Um, but, uh, but the good news is that we're not going to have the, the Thanksgiving night fights and brawls and people, you know, 5,000 people crammed into one Walmart t- tonight. So, uh, when you go about your Christmas shopping tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, uh, just be kind, be nice, and uh, let's all have a, a better, uh, you know, let's let's set this thing up to have a better Christmas, uh, have a better um, winter season, and then get into the new year and get 2020 out of here and uh, start toward 2021. All right, that's episode seven of the Brian Hornback podcast, uh, just kind of, um, just, just kind of rambled a little bit, but, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back soon with episode eight and y'all have a great time.